The story of the Tromps made its way into the media and captured the Australian public as they wondered how a family could have become so strangely and suddenly separated, lost, and then found, but with no explanation. We are your hosts, Helen Allen and Sherry Ferreira. This is The Chalk Line. Good evening, everyone, and the highlights of the news this Thursday. Drama of your intro. <laughs> Lost. And you then guys. found. You guys, I'll tell you what. <laughs> so I needed like a break from death and right. stuff. I don't know. I was just in my feels lately. Okay. I think with everything going on in the world, this episode was recorded June 1st. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, no, Jeopardy? <laughs> but with everything going on in the world, I needed something that wasn't so sad. Right, right. Um... So this one's, there's no death. Nice. Just mysterious circumstances. Here for it. So um, here for it. So anyway, I had to pump in the drama where I could. I was like, what the fuck happened to these people? <laughs> like, why can't anyone track them? Well, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> a, a little bit, honestly. Okay, so the family, <laughs> the family in question is the Trump family. Not to be confused with the Trump family. These, this... This family did not have as much money. Right. Okay. Um, they are farmers. They're from Sylvan, Australia. We'll just begin by, I'll tell you a little bit about um, the family. Okay. So there's Mark Trump, who is the father. He's 51 years old at the time. Um, now, all of this took place in 2016, by the okay, way. Okay, recently. Yes. I don't know why, for some um, reason in my mind, I was like, this is all in black and white. It's in the 70s. Oh, change that. <laughs> okay. In your mind. Okay. <laughs> then there's Jacoba Trump, who is the mother. Um, She's 53. They have a daughter, Rihanna. It's spelled R-I-A-N-A, so don't get it twisted. Damn. She, <laughs> she really is from Barbados. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, And this Rihanna is 29 years old. Um, their son Mitchell is 25 and their daughter Ella is 22. So all of their children are adults now, but they all live together still. They have an established, like pretty successful red currant farm, which I think that's just like a berry farm. Okay. Thank God. But you know, like in Australia, they say things fancier than we do. Everything's weird and backwards, but okay. Well, or we are, you know? also true because that's just us living here we're made yeah. to think that we're we, we set drive the on the wrong side of the road we use the wrong meter sticks so um <laughs> yeah they have this like berry farm and an earth moving business which uh, i feel the earth isn't it where it move? should be <laughs> yeah, i don't so, yeah. <laughs> how they gonna put the earth in another place but, okay. i know what it means you guys don't come for me this is at their property in Sylvan, which is on the outskirts of the Victorian capital, Melbourne. Um, Melbourne. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I really just put that in there because Matt w- likes it when I talk geography. So, Ooh, Matt, okay. do you... <laughs> I'm signing off. You guys. Okay, I'm not drinking going. wine this week, but I am chock full of cranberry juice right oh, now. Right. <laughs> no vodka with it. It's really mm-hmm. miserable. So the family works together on this farm seven days a week. So props to them. Sounds miserable to me. Uh, 100%. Let's jump to August 29th, 2016. 
I'm just gonna cut it out right now and let you guys know this shit is weird. Everything that happens, I have little to no explanation for. They don't either. Okay. And they're all here to tell the tale. So that's, uh, it's crazy. I don't know. (laughs) So the first night is August 29th. The family decides very, very, very suddenly to go away. Now they go away in Ella's Peugeot SUV. And I want to make it very clear. The family had not had actual plans to leave before. But when they did decide to leave, they wanted it to be a tech-free no distractions, road trip of sorts. Not something I would do, but I can respect, (laughs) you know? Well, Mitchell felt the same because he brought his cell phone. He was like, (laughs) not going to happen. So he was the only one in the family who apparently did not believe that they were in danger. He comes out to say that later. Okay. The reason that the family supposedly took this trip is because they felt like they were in danger. Now we know that, but I'm speaking from, you know, the past point of view of when we didn't. Yeah. So, okay, okay. So later he would say that, like, he went on this trip to make sure that everyone would be safe and so that he could, like, know where they went because they were running. Do you think maybe that's why he even brought his phone? It could be, but he just, he said that his parents became, like, increasingly delusional and hard to tolerate And I think he honestly just brought his phone because he didn't believe that they were in danger. He was like, I'm not leaving my phone behind for you crazies. So 30 kilometers, or if you're us, 19 (laughs) miles-ish. I mean, we're the only one who used that damn metric, like... I had to convert it. It's crazy. I just wish that we did whatever everyone else did in the world so we didn't have to complain about it. You know what I mean? So anyway, 30 kilometers or about 19 miles into their trip, his parents forced him to throw his phone out the window. Could you imagine? He's a grown-ass man. He's like 25. I've never whipped my head around so fast. I set my inhaler down for one second and his (laughs) phone is out the fucking window. Like, Um, I'm 25. And if my mom told me to throw my phone out the window, yes, I'm newly 25. Just turned it last month. (laughs) Oh, God. Time is passing so quickly. The way Ellen goes, last month. I was going to say week, and then I'm like, holy shit, what day is it? (laughs) Okay, anyway. Okay, no, but that's wild. It's crazy. So, like I said, they were convinced they were in danger. So they thought that his phone was being used to track them. So, I don't know. I want to know. I wish I was a fly on the wall for that car ride. Because right. I want to know if Mitchell put up a fight. <laughs> I run, right? <laughs> so, they drove 800 kilometers or 500 miles away to an, the New South Wales town of Bathurst, which is north and to the west of Sydney, Australia. I'm trying to make this make sense for us Americans. No, it is. I know? have a whole compass in my head. It's Okay. We're, we're working. <laughs> okay. So... That's all we know about August 29th. Okay. Now, Tuesday, August 30th, Mitchell left the family around 7 a.m. He was like, that's it. I'm done. You guys are going cray cray. That's it. The family then traveled to the Janolan Caves, which is kind of like easterly of where they were. Okay. Um, Now, I think it's worth noting that these caves are a popular tourist spot. None of the spots that they went to in this whole trip were remote territory. Not, like, the vast Australian outback. They were literally large towns every single time. Okay. Now, at this point, Rihanna and Ella then leave the family by stealing a car, and then they drive down to Goulburn, which is south. 
So, already, like, I'm like, what is happening in this car that Mitchell leaves? And then that Rihanna and Ella are like, we have to actually steal a car to get out of this situation. You know what I mean? Yes. And I'm like, okay, it also gives me more to the thought of why they chose to go to very populated areas it's, and not it's like... It's weird because if they felt like they were in danger and they needed to hide, why would they be going to these touristy caves? But you could also say... <laughs> you could also say that they wanted to get, like, lost in, like, the where's bunch Waldo of people. Of it all? Exactly. In the it. where's Waldo of it all? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, yeah. I guess it could go both ways. I didn't think of that. Damn. So... When the girls are in Goulburn, they report their parents missing, which is another thing that I'm like, huh, if you're trying to escape and run, you don't report them missing because then we all know they're running or escaped or gone, you know? Yeah. It's going to put a lot of attention on them. Yeah. So maybe they just weren't convinced that they were in danger either. Maybe. It gets better. It gets crazier. Also in Goldburn, Rihanna and Ella decide to part ways at a gas station. Why they would need to part ways is beyond me. We do not know to this day. Okay. Ella said that she wanted to go home and feed her horses. Um, she to said, which Rihanna was like, no, girl. <laughs> she said, priorities, bitch. I gotta go. I know. My horses she said, need me. Those horses are not gonna feed themselves. So... She became the first Tromp to be located when she arrived back at the family's farm on Tuesday night. And police were already there because, like I said, they had reported their parents missing. Right. Mitchell would then arrive home the following morning because he, like, took a series of trains. I don't... (laughs) Nothing here makes any sense. Mitchell and Ella were seemingly unaffected mentally by anything. But... Rihanna had climbed into the back of a utility vehicle in Goulburn, which is like a truck, like the bed of a truck. I actually read it was like a Ford F-150, so just like the classic truck you think of. Um, And she was only discovered there by the driver after he had driven almost an hour away because he heard like a kick in the back and he was like, what the the hell is that? He thought he like didn't tie down a shovel properly or something. So he pulls over and he finds her to be in what he called a, quote, catatonic state, saying she did not know her name nor where she was. So he then calls the police. Right. He's like, get this girl out of my trunk. What's going on? So Rihanna was then later taken to Goulburn Hospital, where she remained in psychiatric care. Police say that she was spared charges over the stolen vehicle because of her mental state. Um, but Ella, Ella was charged. Uh, <laughs> they were like, Ella girl, someone's got to go down for that. All she wanted to do was feed her damn horses, but all right. Yeah. I will say now, though, because I will forget to say it later, the owner of the stolen car dropped the charges because they were just like, this whole thing is real crazy, and I, I don't want any part of it. <laughs> I don't want any of <laughs> They were like, remove me from the equation. <laughs> Mode. Okay. <laughs> so... Now let's get into, like, the police investigation of it all. The home was unlocked and in complete disarray when the police went to go check on it. Okay. Now, the Daily Telegraph said that the Tromps had gone through years of their family's farm's financial records before leaving. And there were several piles of documents, including passports, credit cards, all sorts of things. And the piles were very orderly. It's interesting because the police say that the whole house is in a disarray, but these piles were, like so orderly it feels very i don't even know the word it's just fucking weird right yeah frantic but then why have these papers like 
perfectly like I'm imagining them pushed up against a corner like some like mm-hmm. OCD like having it perfectly in line that's fucking weird yeah it is weird so now we get to Wednesday August 31st now Mitchell arrived home by train this morning yes this is Sherry's birthday everybody oh it's funny because the last episode had my birthday all over it <laughs> you're like it's my birthday yeah <laughs> Mitchell arrives home that morning because he took the train um, meanwhile, his parents drove to Wangarata, which is south of the Janolan Caves where they were before. Got it. Now, Jacoba headed north from Wangarata. She did not stay in Wangarata, but Mark remained there. Now, Jacoba took public transportation that night to a place called Yas. It's literally called that. Wow. <laughs> That's why it's called Yas. It's Y-A-S-S. Yas. Yas. I love that. Like, I know Australians read the same memes as us. They have they, to. like, the people that live in Yas are like, Yas. Yas. They're ahead of us. They, oh, they're so funny. Leaps anyway, and so this, in Yas, she tried to book a motel. And now, allegedly, a member of the public helped escort her to the hospital. Because she was just kind of... I guess, like, out of her mind to him, which props to him for, you know, seeing somebody in danger and bringing them to the hospital. Right. She was also then recognized by the hospital staff because, like I said, at this point, like, it's just a media frenzy. Like, once the police got called about the missing people, they, like... The Australian public is following this case daily. Okay. Is this a small town where this all happens? Um, or I guess you know, to be from? honest, I'm not sure, but it was, like, Australian news, okay, not so just, like, to be major. local news. And, the, like, think about it. They're traveling all over the place. So people right. are like, oh, my God, they're in Wangarata now. Like, you know what I mean? So the hospital staff recognized her and then called the police. And she was eventually then moved to be in the hospital that Brianna was also in, so they were able to be together. Okay. Um, now, back at Sylvan, Mitchell and Ella made, like, an emotional appearance before the media, saying that they were, like, baffled by their parents quote paranoid behavior but then (laughs) supposedly wednesday night a young couple playing pokemon go (laughs) shut the fuck up i I keep forgetting this this is a 2016 i'm like it's just so funny okay um they were like dangerously tailgated by a car of the same make and model that was the one that was mark mark was driving the peugeot yeah um and the man who was in the car playing Pokemon Go said, quote, I could barely see his headlights because he was that close to my car. Oh, fuck that. Now, the car would stop when they stopped, and then eventually they stopped, and then Mr. Trump got out of the car, and he walked towards them. He was actually running towards them, and then he, like, stops in his tracks in the middle of the road and just stares at them. Oh, the way I'd hit the gas pedal. The way I'd hit the gas pedal. And then he walked into Wangarata's Marawa Park and disappeared. So police searched the park and no one was found. And the car keys are still literally in the ignition of the Peugeot. So they're like, what is happening here? They also searched a nearby motel called Miller's Cottage, which this is not solid evidence but like a room had been broken into with that motel and it was pretty close so they thought like maybe he stayed there but they don't have any solid evidence of it now skipping forward to saturday september 3rd mark trump is found walking down a road in wangarata where he was then subsequently questioned by the police he spent five hours at the station being questioned and then he was escorted out by a family member 
his brother, who was a police officer. He also then gave the media um, the finger when he was walking outside, which uh, I'm like, Mark, get what it together. What is this? Why? Because everyone was worried about you because you were missing? Get it together. Don't lo- give the media the finger. This is a lot of shenanigans. Mark, you're the one on trial here. Yeah. <laughs> Because what the fuck are you guys doing? Literally. I, I Like, we don't have any answers, Mark. You don't get to give us the finger. No, we're uh-uh. worried about you. <laughs> so then he, he later, he released a more contrite statement. He was apologizing for, quote, the hurt and concern caused by these events. He then paid respect to the community resources that were devoted to his family's aid. It, but, like... What do you mean, these events? Can you be a little more specific, Mark? What As happened what here, Bucko? caused Bucko? them, Maybe. so police do not believe that there was any real threat to the family one investigating police officer called it the most bizarre case he's seen in 30 years um he wasn't gonna say the 70s because you know the 70s was fucking crazy but since then (laughs) this is this is up there (laughs) yeah um sergeant mark knight who knows the family said that he had that they had no diagnosed mental health problems and that there was no evidence of drug taking and there was no like cult or religious groups mm-hmm. that they were really Wasn't involved the in. Um, he literally said, This is just a ma- massive meltdown. I'm sure of it. Mitchell said, I've never seen anything like it. It's really hard to explain or put a word on it, but they were just fearing for their lives and then they decided to flee. It was a buildup of different, normal, everyday events, just pressure, and it slowly got worse as the days went by. It gets better. Okay. <laughs> Basically, so then also Ella Trump talks to the media and she says, like, quote, it is very confusing. I still feel confused. I think our state of minds wasn't in the best place and that there's no reason for it. It's bizarre. Now, what do you think happened? Okay. Um, I think if they didn't have a previous history of mental health or illness, I think they should definitely get checked. Mm-hmm. Because st- I, I just don't feel like that's... To pick up your whole family and move and not have any leads as to what this quote-unquote danger was. I think that should be checked out first. Well, but do you believe that they could have all had the same mental health problem? I think that the kids just went along with it. I think they're with their family 24-7. I think they're, like, really just, like, a unit so that they went along with it. Because, like, Mitchell didn't seem to buy it. And he was like, all right, fuck this shit, I'm out. Then the other two Ella. didn't, except for Rihanna. Well, yeah, Rihanna went a who little bit. Who went a little bit. Is she the, the youngest? Um, no, Ella is the youngest. Ella okay. is the one who they took her car. I don't know why they had to take the youngest car. Right. Nobody else has a better car to use. Ah! She's the youngest. Why are we using her gas? <laughs> and she's like, I am not paying for this. I got She's like, you guys, <laughs> come on. But I mean, I don't... So... The reason I asked, do you think that they could all have the same mental health dis- disorder or whatever, mm-hmm. is because the media reports say that police are also contemplating whether the family suffered from collective delusions, um, which they're calling folia do, which is a French term meaning madness of two, and it covers... This, like, rare psychological condition, which occurs almost exclusively in very close-knit families. Which, I mean, that's what this is. Right. So, 
It was originally coined to describe a 19th century French couple who began exhibiting paranoid and delusional behavior. They thought that someone was, like, breaking in their house every night and then, like, wearing their shoes and, like, spreading dust on the floor and then just, like, walking around in it. Oh. In their shoes. Oh, my Do they have a kid or something? You cannot make this shit up. Like. No. I, like, they probably were doing it. And then they right. were, like, just so conked from, like, sleep. I don't know. I don't know. But, like. While doctors were unable to tell, like, which of them had become psychotic first, it was clear that, like, whichever one was first, the other one became psychotic because they were so close. Yeah. So they started, like, reinforcing each other's delusions. And it's kind of like, you know, when you hang out with someone for so long, you start talking like them? Yes. Or, like, when girls' periods sync up? Yes. Well, Folly Adieu is like that. I mean, it's like your crazy sync up. I I totally, I can see that. Yeah, so I, I looked into it a little bit more because I was like, what is Folia do besides what this BBC article said? <laughs> <laughs> and so I found, okay. and I'll put this in the show notes. Well, you'll put this in the show notes. I will Let put me this in the show the notes. <laughs> um, but I found like a case study thing that kind of explained it a little. Okay. And I'm just going to read directly from what it is. And if you want to know where we got it, it is, again, in the show notes. But it said, the importance of folie adieu becomes apparent when it is realized how few people in close association with deluded individuals actually do acquire delusions. A large number of patients with schizophrenia live in intimate association with their relatives, yet no one shares schizophrenic delusions. Right. Therefore, when it does happen, there's, like, this need to identify the specific factors that operate in each individual's case. Now, in the case study here, the two individuals were staying together and had minimal contact with relatives or friends. In both instances, the mother was dominant and overprotective over her son. She was clearly the one who initiated their shared delusions, which she progressively imposed on her son, who by nature was passive, dependent, and submissive. So, to me, I'm hearing this and I'm like, okay, the parents... They spend all their time together. They have been together for so long. They're probably sharing the same mental state. And that's where the folie adieu comes in for those two. But I believe that maybe Rihanna, I don't know her, so this is fully just speculation. But maybe she is, like, sort of the more passive, dependent, submissive one of the children. Yeah. And the other two just weren't. So maybe she's more susceptible to experiencing folie adieu also with the parents, but the other two were kind of easier to break. And, like, if Mitchell is so attached to his cell phone, maybe, like, because he has that outside contact, he's not as susceptible to it. Right. And I agree completely. Not to be stereotypical, but is Rihanna the middle child? She is. So that makes a lot of sense. No, she's not. She's not? Wait, let me double check. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, because, like... No, she's not. She's the oldest. She's the oldest? Yeah. That's so weird. I think the oldest is the most dependent. But sometimes... I mean, independent. Um, sometimes when there's different genders, the, like, classic middle child or classic oldest child is skewed. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, maybe her being the older sister and he's the brother, brother maybe he took on the role. older child vibe because he was, like, the, the protective brother. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. So sometimes they don't always experience the classic, like, um, psychological yeah. effects. But anyway, yeah, I, so that's why I was really drawn to doing this case because 
it is just a weird thing. And you guys did vote that you wanted more like legal discussion. And I know that this isn't a legal discussion, but it's a discussion. And I feel like, I mean, I wonder, I was thinking this while I was researching. I wonder how many families or couples experience folly ado because of COVID. Mm. Being like trapped in a home together. Oh my God. I can, Yes. But no, I could so see that happening because of COVID. And I'm wondering if there are any other reported cases of foliadu. Right. I know. So this, if you actually look up foliadu now, this is on the Wikipedia page, the Trump family. Ooh. Because it is one of the biggest examples because, like, a whole family experienced it. Right. But I would go as far as to say Mitchell and Ella did not experience foliadu. I think it was only the parents and Rihanna. Yeah. I mean, when you're that close... You work seven days a week. You have a farm, essentially. Yeah. I mean... And and I get it. Like, I know what Mitchell was saying when he was saying, like, it's just the everyday stressors. Because working on a farm is as stressful as it gets. Like... Yeah. Like, have you read Dark Places by Gillian Flynn? No. She's the Gone Girl author? No. Well, if you want to know about stress on a farm, that is just where you start. (laughs) I don't know. Do we believe that this was a case of fully ado? I, I'm sold on it. I No, I definitely believe it was a case of fully ado, just hearing about it. And I also just think, like, humans are more in sync than we think. Like, we're yeah. creatures of, like, social. Like, we need to right. speak to other people. And even biologically. Like I said, when girls' periods sync up and, like, There's... just, like, when you are with someone and you start to get hungry at the same times as them, like... All of these things, like, we biologically sync up and we don't realize it. So, like, biological and mental, it's the same, you know? Agreed. So I can see them all sharing the same stress. I mean, they're all sharing the same worry. They're all worried about doing this one job. And they're so used to sharing everything. Why not share delusions? Thanks for listening. You can catch us on Instagram at the Chalkline Pod. Twitter at the Chalkline Pod. And follow along with our YouTube channel. The link is in our Instagram bio. Tune in next Thursday for another story.